It's a joy to be in this sanctuary where I feel at home. I've been here a number of times and uh, good to be with Faith as we've been together at La Kenyatta Presbyterian Church. And uh, good to get the call from Daryl Fisher Ogden, who was my professor at Fuller Seminary. And, uh, you know, when Daryl calls you, you know what the appropriate answer is. Yes. So you just say yes. So great to be here. And uh, I want to read for us, for us from Matthew chapter 5 this morning. It's the Sermon on the Mount, and it's the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Um, if you could take out your Bibles and follow along if you want, or I believe it's on the screen. So hear God's word to us this morning. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Let's pray together. Gracious God, thank you for your word. Lord, help us to understand. By your spirit, take what's written. Speak to us even now, Lord God. Fill our heart, mind, and soul with your word. Move within us that we may move towards you. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. I've entitled this A Shocking Reveal. You must be asking, so what's so shocking? We hear this text all our lives. Well, picture yourself back with Jesus. He's, you know, gone up the mountain with his disciples. Who is gathered in front of him? Mostly farmers, peasants. The Pharisees and the Sadducees had a word for these people. Do you know what the word was? Sinners. They were called the people who didn't keep the law. These are the people who couldn't afford to have kosher kitchens. These are the folks, just the people of the land. If you lived among these people, who do you think is blessed? Even today in America, who do we think is blessed? Is it the poor that are blessed or is it the rich? The rich are blessed, of course. 
You know, you're having, you're, you're having some conversation somewhere with some friends. You say, you hear about so-and-so's business? Man, is he doing good? Wow, he's blessed. Right? You hear about someone's business that's not doing good? You don't go, yeah, he's blessed, right? No. Right? When you hear about someone who's grieving, who's died, we don't stand around and go, Oh, yeah, they're grieving. Oh, they're blessed. No. You hear about someone that's happy? You know, it's time to go to college, right? People are talking about whose kids are going to which college. And you find, oh, my, my grandchild is going. They're blessed. Right? What's shocking in Jesus' list is that these are not the people that anybody expected to be blessed. We don't expect the poor to be blessed, those who mourn, those who are persecuted. These are not the blessed. Did you hear about uh, George Soros and, uh, you know, Bill Gates and these billionaires? You know, if anybody's blessed, it's got to be them, right? They're the richest billionaires around, right? So, You know, they've been doing things that we thought was not possible, right? I mean, Mars used to be totally impossible, right? Impossible to go to Mars. But now it's in the realm of possibility. We're actually doing things that make it possible for us to go to Mars, right? Okay, so, you know, they've always said that it's impossible to take it with you, right? It's impossible to take your wealth to heaven, correct? But, you know, George Soros and Bill Gates and all these guys, they said, we can do it. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure out a way to take our billions to heaven. So they got together and they made plans and strategies and invested billions and they figured it out. And so they got to heaven's pearly gates and they had trucks and wheelbarrows. They had, you know, spaceships. And they had all the gold from their billions at the pearly gates of heaven. And St. Peter opened the gate and he saw all that gold. And he said, guys, I guess we can use some help in the pavement department. Come on in. (laughs) And he put them to work in fixing the potholes in the road in heaven. (laughs) You see, in heaven, gold's not worth much, is it? It's not what they expected. See, all the things that we think indicates God's blessing, Jesus is announcing, it's not what you expect. You know, I went to Ethiopia for five years. And... I was a Presbyterian Church USA missionary, and I got to the national office of the church. I was in charge of university students for the entire country, okay? And I was meeting people in the national office. It was my first week, very first week. And there was a a woman kind of, I think she was in charge of the president's office. She was like a an administrator, like a secretary to the president of the national church. 
And I was introduced to her. And I said, oh, how did you get so thin? You know, that was probably the worst insult she had ever heard in her life. I meant it as a compliment. How did you get so thin? You look so nice. In her culture, thin, what does thin mean? Poor. That's right. Thin meant I was too poor to have enough to eat. Thin meant my parents didn't have enough money to feed me properly. Thin thin might mean I'm malnourished. Thin might mean my hair is not properly formed because I didn't have enough to eat as a child. Thin might mean not only are my parents poor, but I didn't have any relatives who could come and take care of me. My entire family system is poor, that's an insult. I didn't understand what I was saying. I didn't understand reality. I needed to change my view. It wasn't that thin is really good. It wasn't that I was right and she needed to change her perspective. I needed to change my perspective. And when Jesus says, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He means to shock us. He means to shock us and say, what are you thinking? Why are you thinking that Bill Gates and George Soros are blessed just because they have money? Change your mind. Change your thinking. Change your heart. I'm revealing to you reality. Don't be fooled. The world thinks this way. But this is the kingdom of heaven. God thinks this way. Right? So, you know, Oprah had a TV show where everybody came in to the show thinking it was a show like all the other shows. Anybody know what I'm going to talk about? It was in Philadelphia. And sometime during the show, everybody that came to that show found out that she was giving every single person in the audience a new car. And so this morning, I want you to know that I've arranged with Bob Smith Toyota in La Crescenta, who's a friend of mine, for every single one of you to have a new car this morning. And 
And our, you know, I have, I enjoy the Toyota, you know, the, the um, R4, right? And I wanted you to have one too. So before you leave today, if you see, this is why Marlo is here. She's here to hand out the paperwork on your new car. Would that be okay with you? Would that be okay? Yeah. Would that be cool? <laughs> you guys don't think I'm serious. I, I, I understand. You see, that would be good, right? And it would be a surprise. And what Jesus is saying, he's not saying, blessed are you because you're mourning. He says, blessed are you because you will be comforted. And why are you being comforted? Because yours is the kingdom of heaven. What you're receiving now and in the future is the kingdom of heaven. We belong to the king. God has much more than a RAV4. God is giving us himself. God is giving us the kingdom of heaven. And when we come to this place, we are declaring our allegiance to the God of the kingdom of heaven. Who through Christ, who was raised from the dead in that Acts 2 scripture. That God will give us life everlasting. In everything that comes with Christ forever and ever. Amen? We get much more than a RAV4, folks. We're not blessed because we're persecuted. We're blessed because we're counted as those within the kingdom of heaven. We're not blessed because we're poor. We're not even blessed because we're rich. We're blessed because our king is king of the universe. Amen? So I want us to walk through this coming week with a sense of pushing back against our culture. We'll hear this coming week, you're going to hear over and over and over again, News stories about who's blessed. We're going to say, so-and-so-and-so-and-so got this wonderful thing. Isn't that amazing? They're amazing. So-and-so's got a degree from somewhere. So-and-so, you know, the world constantly celebrates what is blessed in the world. And on the other side, there's all these negative news stories, right? The negative news stories are who... Who died doing this thing? Who's, who's lost this? Who's being lost the court case? It's like, who's being cursed? And that's the world. The world has an opinion about who's blessed and who's cursed. And in the midst of that pronouncement, let's listen to Jesus' pronouncement. That God blesses those who are poor in spirit, who mourn, who are persecuted, 
who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who are peacemakers. The world celebrates the winners. God celebrates the peacemakers. The world celebrates those who dominate. God celebrates those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. God blesses those who enter and receive the kingdom of God. So I invite us today to enter and receive the kingdom of God that God has freely offered to us in Jesus Christ and to go from this place and live in that kingdom, enjoy the kingdom, receive the blessing, and extend that blessing to others. Amen? Amen. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we thank you and praise you that we have received your blessing. Lord, help us not to listen to the voices in our culture that celebrate other things. And we thank you that you invite us to the table of your kingdom. Lord, even as we come to receive the bread and the cup, help us to enter and receive your kingdom. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, friends, I'm going to invite you to come to the table this morning. And I want to invite those who are serving to come at this time. And they're going to stand at my right and my left with the bread and the cup. And I'm going to invite you to come down the center aisle and partake on the right and the left and then return by the outside aisle. Um, If some of you this morning would like a gluten-free alternative, that's right in the middle here, however that works. Um, Who else are we waiting for? That's it? Oh, okay. Us too. Okay. And um, so here are these words of institution that Jesus gave to his disciples that On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it and he said, Take, eat. This is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And he said, This cup is the new covenant shed in my blood for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For as often as we eat this bread and we drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's saving death until he comes again. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we thank you for this bread and this cup. God, we thank you that you are the creator of all things, that you created us from the dust of the earth, that you've given us all that is that you've come to us in Jesus Christ that you've made a way for us to know you Lord God we thank you that in Jesus we know you clearly that we feel your touch that we see your tears and Holy Spirit we invite you even now 
through this bread and this cup to unite us to yourself that may, we may be one with you. And as we partake, Lord, we pray for healing in our inner being. We pray for things to be set straight that need to be set straight. We pray for the healing of pain. Lord, we pray for help letting go of things that need to be let go of. And Lord, we pray for our church that by your spirit you'd bring new life in the power of your resurrection. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.